Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? So fucking what? Um, this is the Tuesday morning episode. This is the delve into the mailbag, apparently. Um, looking at the emails and the tweets that you've all been sending us. I've just remembered there was a tweet I was going to look at. I'm going to find it now. I was going to, um, when I was away with my cousin on this hiking trip that I bored you about <laughs> yesterday, Yeah. he, as as I said, he is perhaps, other than my mum, the only person I know who talks more than me. Yeah. And I, as I've probably mentioned on a podcast, I like to go to bed early. You know about my boring lifestyle. No, it's a good and, lifestyle, I think. As yeah. someone who's now 47 years of age, I think yeah. that going to bed early and getting up early with a nice clear head is yeah. the way forward. It's fucking great, right? Yeah. I love it. So I go to bed quite early, but we were sharing a twin room in the in the Giants' rest, and I, and he's, he goes to bed late. He's one of these guys who stays up late right, watching yeah. stuff and being on the... I don't know. I, I don't know what he does late, but he stays up late. It's one of those and guys. And I told him, and he's... He said, that's fine. He goes, you know, just d- do what you do. Just stick to your usual routine. But once we got into the, our beds, he talked a lot that it was I, I was unable to see. And, and the main thing he was doing was like, it was like midnight. And he's going, right, here's one for you. Best ever West Ham 11 that you've seen. And then oh, we were doing England 11s. Then we were doing best ever goal scorers. <laughs> then we would, I mean, it, it went on. And I don't mind a bit of that, right? Passes the time. <laughs> <laughs> but once it's midnight, you're drifting off. Yeah. And at one point, we'd ra- we'd been walking for ten hours, so we'd gone through a lot of these conversations. And when we- by the time we got to the end, I'd brought some toothpaste with me, and he'd forgotten his toothpaste, which is a common thing for someone to do when you go away, isn't of it? It's-, it's one of those things. It's one of the most commonly forgotten items, isn't it? Yeah. And so I had some, and he didn't. Now I happen to have some Aquafresh. Right, mm. and is um, that good. Well, I think so. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm getting round to. He's like, he. I insisted on referring to it not as the toothpaste, but as the Aquafresh. Okay, I see. Because I, because when I was growing up, we had Crest in my house. Yeah, and if I went round to someone else's house and they had a different preferred brand of toothpaste. Uh, I sort of looked down my nose a little bit and yeah. thought, well, or not down my nose, but I just thought, fucking hell, this lot of weird. What's that they got in the bathroom? Colgate? Oh, I don't want to do a sleepover here again. What's wrong with Colgate? Well, there's nothing wrong with Colgate. I know, I know that now. Of course. When you're a kid, when you're a kid, you know what you know. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I suppose so. Yeah. And I knew Crest. Ideas. Yeah. And I just thought it was weird. It threw me, but. Um, 
there was a lot of toothpaste ads on and they were quite good fun. Nowadays, they're all faux science, aren't they, toothpaste yeah. ads? Yeah. There'll be some cunt saying that it's got fucking microparticles to, you know, strengthen well, they're your bad. gums. Microparticles are bad because they go into the I, sea. I don't know what they say. They say they say all sorts of, like, cod science, don't they, on yeah. toothpaste ads. But you'll remember, in the old days, they all toothpaste ads were sort of aimed more at kids and they were a right laugh. Like, I'm pretty sure Madness did an advert for Colgate. That rings a bell, yeah. Uh, but my favourite was Aquafresh. And I dreamt, as a child, of one day having Aquafresh because Aquafresh had three fucking colours in it, didn't it? Course, Red, white, yeah. and blue, like the French flag. And... They had an animated family who looked ha- much happier than m- the setup at my house. So yeah. I think that might have had an impact on me too, because my house was a bit um, volatile. And this household, they were all in matching pajamas. Mum, dad, yeah. you know, there was no, there was no alcoholic fucking Scottish milkman hanging about. There was yeah, a proper dad. Yeah, it was the idealised family scenario. And they all cleaned their teeth together, which meant, I don't know what was going on. They must have all had the same bedtime, which even by my standards is a bit weird. But they uh, they all had matching striped pyjamas and they'd all fucking squeeze on the Aquafresh. And I, to my mind, Aquafresh was the fucking bollocks. It was like, it was probably what the Queen used. Do you know what I mean? Is it in the same um, way as people use the word Hoover for a vacuum cleaner when Hoover is exactly. actually a brand name? To yeah, you, or- Aquafresh is toothpaste. Do you remember when Sarsons tried to set that up with their advertising? They said, don't say vinegar, say Sarsons. Yeah, no, no one was going to fucking like, do fuck that. Off. Fuck say off. Vinegar. I'll say what I want, mate. Yeah. Say fucking vinegar. Although in Scotland, when we were doing chip shop anxiety recently, someone yeah. texted me to say that in Scotland, it's not called vinegar, it's called sauce. Yeah. Well, this is it was salt and sauce, because I, I had this problem in Hike. But apparently the sauce isn't vinegar, it's vinegar that's been mixed with brown sauce. What? Yeah, to mix Brown sauce has already got fucking vinegar in it anyway. Well, yeah. Oh, well. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out when we go up there and do a live show. I just thought Aquafresh was the bollocks, and then you get older and you think, I'm my own man now, I'm an adult, I've got my own fucking credit card and debit card, I'm going to buy fucking Aquafresh. So I was larging it over him. And anyway, as, these li- as we ran out of categories of lists to do, we'd done goalies, mate. We'd done fucking fullbacks. We'd done the lot. In the end, as I'm drifting off at just gone midnight, we're literally doing top five toothpastes. (laughs) (laughs) I said, all right, he goes, it's your turn. It's your turn. You do a list. I said, all right, all right. Tell me your top five toothpastes. Obviously, what I mean is numbers two to five. Because Because Aquafresh is the one. (laughs) We fucking know what number one is. Let's not waste our breath. (laughs) I've spent um, I've spent quite yeah. a, a great deal of that anecdote wondering how they get Aquafresh into the tube. Fucking hell, exactly. And how, it, I used com- to like, how it comes out in the stripe. In, in the, the old days, there used to be a lot of video films made in factories showing you how they made shit. Yeah. Like, I remember ones showing you how they made crisps, for example. Mm. Right, And it was fascinating, wasn't it? And there still is. There's I, loads of them around now. Yeah, there's a series on, on Sky Television or something. Really? Well, yeah, I like them when they're really straight. I, I, I like them when they're just straight and there's just a voiceover yeah. and all you see is the machinery at work. And there's no... Yeah. I don't want Carol Vorderman or someone coming in and going, Hi, this is Britain's greatest crisp yeah. factory. Right. Greg Wallace ruining everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, just get on with it. I 
became really obsessed with how they took the stones out of the olives without damaging the main fleshy part of the yeah. olive. I mean, that's fucking difficult, right? I don't know if you've ever stoned an olive, but I have, and it's a fucking chaos, right? <laughs> you, you're, you, you're just left with just a fucking... You're left with, like, maybe, like, <laughs> one fucking micro-speck of olive at the end of it. olive. <laughs> yeah. But these olives are perfectly intact, aren't they? Less the, the stone. Mate, if you can help me, because you're a bit of an internet pro, you're probably better at finding things than me. I have spent a lot of time looking for a video of how these fuckers stone olives, and it doesn't right. exist. So I don't know okay. if it's some sort of secret government compound or what. I don't know, but, but that, that one I was referring to, it's called How It's Made, and it's got its own YouTube channel. And right. there are hundreds of videos on there. Uh, how artist brushes are made, how cinnamon cordial is made, how what? Wa- what? water bikes, fireplace bellows, uh, raw pet food, thermoplastic fire helmets. Uh, oh, these are all fucking mad things that I haven't heard of. Condoms? Oh, how condoms why are don't made. They ju- why don't they fucking show me something I've heard of, like a Kit Kat? Megaphones. I'm only going from the, ver- the very top. There's, there's almost 1,400 videos here, so right. Kit Kats might be in there. Pellet dismantling machines. Didn't know that was a thing. Angle grinders. Not Blue- sure what that blueberries. is. Blueberries. That's close to olives. I'm going to search well, olives for na- you. Nature makes those. Well, apparently not. Olives. What's in the how it's made? Stuffed olives. How stuffed olives are made. Well, stuffing an olive is a lot more fucking straightforward than stoning one. Well, maybe the stoning part's part of the video. Well, I'd hope so. That'd be fantastic. All right, I'll look that up. And while we're at it... Do they have anything on Aquafresh? Search Aquafresh. I'll do toothpaste because it'll be more generic. Mm, but, you know, Crest, a single colour toothpaste is easy to get in the tube. What we want to know is how they get Aquafresh in the tube. No, they haven't done toothpaste yet. There's probably industry secrets. There's probably uh, non-disclosure agreements all over everyone that works in <laughs> toothpaste factories. Reckon. I what would th- love to go to the Aquafresh factory and do Top Flight Time Machine visits as our little spin-off series. We should do a video where we get a, a, a tube of Aquafresh and a Stanley knife and cut it open and see what it looks like inside. Or like a YouTube video where we squeeze out a whole fucking tube of Aquafresh, right? But then, but then, try between the two of us to get it back inside again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do both oh, of them. Aquafresh. If any uh, cunters want to get in touch with their favourite toothpastes, yeah, we'll we'll run a poll. We might do a Twitter poll. Or if any uh, rival toothpaste manufacturers want to get in touch and sponsor the podcast, we're happy with that. We will. Uh, castigate Aquafresh in the blink of an eye for a bit of coin. Listen, my cousin, though, while we're at it, just quickly, he's obviously Aquafresh is number one. He named some right fucking moody toothpastes, right? Arm and Hammer. I was going to say it was Arm and Hammer one of them, yeah. Bit that's, pretentious. That's like bacon soda, isn't it? Yeah, and the other one was the like Victorian one you get called Eucalyptor or something yeah. like that. You know, like the fancy packaging. Yeah, because you I was know surprised. Because you, you've still got an element of society or pricks who will go, oh, well, the worse it tastes, the better it is for you. Yeah. That's why you've well, got to have this one. It's made out of grit. They they used it 100 years ago in Victorian England, so why shouldn't <laughs> So I'm sure then. it's good enough for us. It's like, yeah, have you seen those cunts' teeth? <laughs> Give me some fucking Aquafresh, mate, any day of the week. Life expectancy, 34 so they're cleaning their fucking teeth, probably not even with a brush, with their dirty fingers, right? <laughs> Using some fucking eucalyptus. 
Because no one had got round to inventing fucking Aquafresh yet. toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, some tweets and emails and stuff. The Two mm. Tribes podcast, they get in touch with us regularly. Oh, I was going to do this one. This is great. Go on. All right. Um, this was a tweet they sent in, and it's entitled, This and That Touchy Touchy. Yeah. And uh, they say, so at Gran Canaria, 1995, our fitness entertainment guy would start every activity, every activity, mm. whether it be archery, water polo, football, pool, diving lessons, whatever, he'd put mm. on Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline. He Come on, a... everyone. <laughs> gather round. <laughs> activity start. Sweet Caroline. Ba-ba-ba-ba. And he would walk around the pool, rallying the troops for the event about to take place. When the song got to touching me, touching you, he'd strike and rub your belly, singing along, singing inside of mouth, following it up with a loud touchy, touchy. Touchy, touchy. And a maniac laugh. What could you do? (laughs) What could you do except take part, they said. (laughs) Fucking hell. So the elaborate thing is he's thinking, ah. Want to find a way to exploit my position as fitness coach. I need to touch uh, these fuckers. I, I want to touch these fucking bastards, these English <laughs> bastards. I want to touch their women's tummies. Uh, how can I make it look no normal and natural to uptight English fucks? Hey, I play Neil Diamond. The English love that. <laughs> That's got a bit about touching in it. <laughs> touchy, touchy. Touching Come on, everyone. Join you. in. Touchy, touchy. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you like that, don't you, English? <laughs> right. Um, I've got... Uh, let me just... I'm Fucking hell. I've, you're going to have to fill a bit because I've got a uh, great tweet that I should have screen grabbed. Is it the one from know. Ben Moog? Yeah, it's that one. Have I've got, got it in front, front of, of me. Yeah. Just read it. Just read it. Here it is, Ben Moog. Genuine senior this and that live from Malaga Airport today. Yeah. This is from Friday. Uh, car rental this and that. We have special deal for you today. Upgrade to mm. automatic for only five euros a day. 35 euros in total. Ben says, no, I'm fine, thanks. This and that. Uh, okay, 20 euros all in for the week. Ben, <laughs> no, no, that's okay. I normally drive a manual. This and that. Mm. We have no manuals left. Is automatic okay for you? No charge. (laughs) Ben, fucking glad I didn't cave in and pay 35 euros then. This and that. It's no problem. Just a system. (laughs) It's no problem. I love it. That's a classic this and that um, yeah. technique. Is there, there is a problem, and it's a problem they've created. Yeah. And then they sort of do a thing whereby they tell you, oh, don't worry about it, you don't need to apologise. And you're like, no, you're, what are you talking about? Eh, don't worry, English, you're not a problem. Don't lose sleep over it. It's like, I, have a, I know, it's not, it's, it's not a problem for me, it's a problem for you. Yeah, come on. You know why? Don't beat yourself up over this situation. It's the system. It's the system. What can you do? (laughs) A a longish email from... Yeah, I I tweeted back to Ben. It was like, you want steering wheel English? 30 euro. (laughs) Make it easier to drive. You want a brake on this car? 30 euro. It's like the bloke in Carry On Camping, isn't it? Pound. Uh Yeah. Right. Craig McCaskill uh, says, I've just returned from family holiday in Florida. 
wanted to let you know about Mexican Dissendat who appeared at the villa we were staying in when we <laughs> contacted the management agent late one Saturday night to advise that the smoke alarm was beeping despite no signs of fire. And Ooh. even after I've managed to climb up on a bar stool, a couple of telephone books and a mixing bowl to reach and take Whoa. out the battery. Pearl. Wow. He's put in pra- he's put in brackets here, idea for a subtopic, most unsafe structure climbed upon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is a good one. It is. I'm sure if I put some thought to that, I've done a few of those. Most, most elements to... Uh, Elevation technique. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a brilliant Roy Castle record breakers <laughs> yeah. episode, doesn't it? Before health and safety. <laughs> uh, the the woman at the letting agent advised that at the request for assistance was made out of hours. She couldn't guarantee when someone would call, but to my surprise, around an hour later, with myself and the family at the villa's pool, I became aware of some noise from inside the property. <laughs> <laughs> so this geezer's just let himself in. Yeah. He just turned up and let himself in. Uh, I walked into the hall beside the front door to find a 19-stone Mexican with an almighty moustache up on the same bar stool and phone book structure I had built. <laughs> yeah, this looks okay. I'll just climb on that. That's handy. Um, he, he got on my structure and he was poking at the smoke alarm with a screwdriver. What made this site even more alarming is that he had a fag on the go at the time. And when I inquired if he was sent from the management company to fix the alarm, he simply replied, smoke alarm fucked. He'd let himself in and just climbed up there. Oh, hello. Um, Are you from, have you been sent from the management agency? Smoke alarm fucked, my friend. <laughs> the, the alarm continues good to beat. Good though. <laughs> I like this structure. Who built this? You? You're a good man. <laughs> I need one of these in my house. You come round. <laughs> the alarm continued to beep during his prodding, but this was more to do with the fag he had hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> He's putting smoke into it. He's activated it. He ended his examination by beckoning me over and stating, you'll help me, as he motioned to use my head as a ledge to help him down from his elevated height. On his safe return to the ground, he advised, Lusoir, you should be fine. Good holiday for you. And walked out, closing the door behind him. You should be fine. Oh, you should be fine. Good holiday for you. <laughs> I, I'm pretty certain all he done was change the battery, but thought better than phoning back the management agent in case he returned for another high wire act. Yeah. Keep it cunty, Craig in Glasgow. Brilliant. Brilliant, Brilliant stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <Smoke> alarm fucked. <laughs> well, proceeding to blow smoke into it. <laughs> um, here's one from Gary Haynes. Uh, me and the missus were on holidays in Mallorca a few years back and we're on the lookout for a quiet cafe for breakfast. After we found one that looked all right, we sat down and browsed the menus. I ordered the standard bacon roll. The missus fancied something sweet, so ordered a tea cake. My bacon roll was served as expected, but when my missus tea cake arrived, it was blatantly a croissant. When my missus questioned the waiter, he said, Ah, silly, that not croissant, that's Spanish tea cake. <laughs> ah silly <laughs> you don't ah, know silly. things this is Spain yes. this is Spanish tea cake silly man silly lady <laughs> jalapeño hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does they charge you a lot 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. Max Schilling's been in touch with a long-term dad bullshit. Good. Um, he goes, my, uh, this reminded me of 40-year-old intergenerational bullshit. My dad told me that when he was 18, he was the 51st best badminton player in the world. <laughs> he says he started this lie in his 20s and still tells it to this day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like you hand a lie from father's son. Son, yeah. come here and sit down. It's time you and I had a chat. <laughs> I'm going to pass something very valuable and precious onto you. <laughs> it's a bullshit that I've been telling for 30 years. And now, when I'm dead and gone, I want you to carry it on. Um <laughs> Because of the pointlessness of this bullshit, I've decided to steal it. And when I'm pissed, I often tell people that, in fact, I am currently the 51st best badminton player in the world. He also claims to have played in the same youth team as Roberto Di Matteo, <laughs> despite being completely different ages and from different countries. <laughs> you know that Roberto Di Matteo? Yeah, I was in the same youth team as him. <laughs> <laughs> He also claims that he also claims that he would ride his bike to school ten kilometers there and back, no handed. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> what I like about this dad bullshitter, he's he's obviously a skilled bullshitter because he's he chooses sort of just slightly off key things to lie yeah. about. So he chose badminton, which is a sport that you think ah, could be plausible. And so he said he's 51st. He's not said he's third. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 51st is a good round number. And also Roberto Di Matteo. He's not said I was in the same youth team as Steven Gerrard, right? Yeah. He's chosen a, a sort of a, a, a decent 90s footballer. Um, but he's kind of also, he's also Gordon here as well, because that one's clearly bullshit. He's one, yeah. He almost wants you to say, fuck off. Yeah. With the Di Matteo one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the bike one as well. The bike one. 10 kilometres. You can't do 10 kilometres there and back with no hands. And why would you? I don't see why you'd want to. Not. It's not not even that good riding no-handed. It's dangerous. Yeah, stop it. Um, yeah. Here's one from Ben Pike. I've today experienced a signal from the universe. Whoa, oh, I love that, one. don't I? Uh, last night, I ordered a You Fucking Do It mug from your TFTM website. That's uh, good tftimemachine.com slash uh, merch um, superb he says can't wait to receive it and then he says imagine my delight when just hours later I receive an invite to an event called British Potato 2019 oh. sounds shit right <laughs> actually yeah. no Ben it doesn't it no, sounds, it sounds brilliant it sounds awesome <laughs> <laughs> we would love to attend that <laughs> how about how about he says if the after dinner speaker is confirmed as none other than double K Big Kevin Keegan. 
I love potatoes and have done my whole life. <laughs> potatoes have always been a very big part of my success story. When Going I was right at Liverpool in, in the 1970s, Bill Shankly would make us all eat a raw potato at half time <laughs> instead of an orange. <laughs> <laughs> So there we are. Naturally, I'm hoping to get him to sign my new mug and question him on his knowledge of Top Flight Time Machine. Oh, mm. Good luck with that. It's like all the stars have aligned. Keep it cunty, Ben Pike. Lovely. If we could get into that somehow. British Potato 2019. We need to know where that is. If that's local to me, I'm in. I feel like it could yeah. be. Yeah, fucking hell. It's amazing these things that people turn up at, isn't it? Like quite big celebrities like Keegan. And I think you could walk into that without even a pass or a ticket or anything. You could just wander in. It's at Harrogate. It is local. Whoa. Is that local? How long does it, it take to it, get to Harrogate? It's about an hour and a half drive. Out. It's fairly local. British yeah. Potato, 20th and 21st of November. Whoa. Whoa. Will we be on tour around then? No, we'll be back. Uh, no, it's the week when we're away. Yeah. We'll just add so a Harrogate could, date. We could probably um, swing by or add yeah. a Harrogate date. Yeah, Harrogate, yeah. nice place. I... I don't imagine that in my mind Harrogate's not a sort of a hotbed of top flight time machine listeners though. They have a literary festival there once a year, so I've, who knows? I've been to it. Fucking appeared at the fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Ah uh, no, it was... it's something else. It's the National Potato Industry Awards twenty nineteen. Right. Oh no, it is it's, the, it is, it is it's Harrogate, twentieth of November. The, the it's, the, the, it's the, the first winner... night of British Potato twenty nineteen. The first so night you, What do you think the categories are, Andy? For all the awards. I don't know. It doesn't say. Best theme, best newcomer. No, there we are. Best potato grower. Best ag- ag- agronomy. Don't know what that is. Best machinery. Best innovation. What Whoa. innovations have there been in the potato world over the last they've year? D- they've made a flat potato. They've yeah, made like a potato that, they've, they've made a, a, a potato that actually grows in the shape of a crinkle cut chip. So you don't have to yeah. cut it. It grows that way. Yeah, you just pull it apart like pieces of a puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Best marketing. Ooh. The evening begins with a champagne reception followed by three-course meal. Guests will be treated to after-dinner chat from footballing legend Kevin Keegan, who will also present the awards. Yeah. Let's see but how we Now, can... who wants... That's the awards over with. Who wants a bit of uh, after-dinner chat with, <laughs> with d- double K style? <laughs> who wants to hear about Laurie Mack and the light fitting yeah we 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 are in Bristol on Tuesday the 19th of November oh fucking miles away the potato awards are the night after we've mm. got to get from Bristol to Harrogate on the back of a potato van here's a question are you or do you know someone who works in the potato industry in the Bristol area yeah if so there is a strong chance they will be driving up to Harrogate get a lift so in, re- in return for a free ticket to our show in Bristol, we would then like to bunk a ride with them yep. up to the Potato Festival the following day. Can you make this happen? I mean, there'll be a lot of potato farmers, I would imagine, around Bristol. Maybe you- not in Bristol, but in that sort of in the rural surroundings. Can I tell you how much uh, a seat is at the Potato Awards? How much? £149 plus VAT. Fucking hell, that's not bad, mate. At some of these other awards, it's like a grand a fucking seat. Yeah. We could get a table of 10. £1,450 quid plus VAT. Who's up for it, cunters? Yeah. Get in touch and let us know if you're all up for chipping in. Chipping, chipping good. 
Because if we if we all made you pay a little bit over, then that could cover mine and Andy's seats. Do you see what yeah, I mean? That's how it works, isn't it? Like if if, if it was like one hundred and forty nine for a for a seat, we got a table of ten, but you all agreed to play, let's say, two hundred each. Yeah, because you'd get to you. What you'd get is like up close ch- chit chat VIP from us. experience, followed by chit chat with double K. <laughs> and so it's well worth the extra 50 quid. And I'm thinking, yeah. Andy, that a uh, table of 10, that makes us a, quite a tidy profit, actually. How does it come in? How does it tie in with our policy of not speaking to each other when we're on tour? Well, you can sit on one side of the table, I'll sit yeah. on the other. We'll okay. just talk to these cunters. And Fair then enough. most of our chat will probably end up being with double K. Yeah. Um, some of the judges... I'm going to get him to... I'm going to take a big baking potato and get him to sign it. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the some of the judges <clears throat> include James Foskett, a Suffolk farmer, uh, yeah. Mark Taylor, the chairman of the Fresh Potato Suppliers Association. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Richard Solari, an East Shropshire farmer. Oh, and, old Solari, he'll be on the drink. Yeah, if I know him. Yeah, well, he's he's pent. His little pick is him in somewhere hot in the Mediterranean with his sunglasses yeah. on his head, large and, in it on all yeah, his fucking potato earnings. On the potato money. Cunt. And Daniel Metheringham, who is the Director of Agriculture at McCain Foods. The, the big daddy. The big daddy at McCain Foods. Fucking yeah. hell, he's the big... Now, he's the guy we want to get in with and see if he's up for sponsoring the podcast. And get us get us backstage with Kev as well. This, <coughs> is, anyway. this is more serious than anyone, including you, might imagine. I am genuinely, seriously thinking about attending this event. Okay. How serious are you? Not very serious. Okay. I've got uh, quite a long email. and Go on then. I think it's it's tradition, isn't it, where you do one gamble email and sometimes it pays off and sometimes it doesn't. And if it's shit, then you can at any time shout abort. Okay. Right? Um, But it's always a gamble because if you shout abort too early, it might be before you get to the really good bit. But we'll let's just know. see how it goes. I'm going blind. This is from a man called Paul Billum. All right. Hi, fellas. After Sam's Badger story, I wanted to share a couple of quick stories with you. A Badger story and a bullshit. Mm-hmm. Our neighbours recently told me that when returning home one night, their son got involved in a standoff with a badger. Hey! <laughs> which was described as like a big pit bull. Fucking hell. Who was blocking the path to their front door. The badger didn't give a fuck and just stood there staring at the poor lad. Well, remember, they're very short-sighted, so he might not have actually seen him. <laughs> Who he, The lad was too afraid to try and walk past him. I think I would have been the same. They stayed like this in a Mexican standoff for 20 minutes before the badger sauntered off, broke into his dad's shed and ate a load of his fishing bait. <laughs> <laughs> I love it that he sort of he stared at him for about 10 minutes and then eventually he just went, yeah, yeah. See you, cunt. TTFN. I'm going to eat your fucking dad's maggots. <laughs> you can't. They're locked in his shed. Yeah, whatever, mate. You think a fucking shitty padlock from Alfred's is going to stand between me and those fucking maggots? I don't fucking think so. You see the fucking size of me? You think I eat fucking grass? <laughs> Ever since then, I've been determined to see this thing. A random badger fact. I've never seen one alive in the flesh, either roadkill or on TV. That's the same with me. Mm. I've never seen one live. You only see them dead. 
This thing is now roaming my neighbourhood like Jaws at Amity, <laughs> shitting people up and mashing up people's food waste bins. I have, ho- I have home CCTV footage, which pings your phone when there is movement. Wow. Yes. I want one of them. And one night, I, that was like, do you remember when I told, I told you about how I got some cameras embedded in the flower, some SAS cameras embedded in the, the flower bed of a, of a cottage in Suffolk? which I had been reliably informed was a secret love nest of a famous tabloid model and a famous um, football player. That, who I, were, I gather this is part of your editorship of Heat magazine and not just something yeah. you did for personal reasons. No, it was a low point, really, because <laughs> I'd been given a tip-off that this, this, mo- this famous model and this famous footballer, both of whom were married, were having a secret liaison and there was a love nest which they had bought or rented mm. and that they only visited there once in a while where both of their other halves were away and um i <laughs> we had <laughs> there was an investigative reporter let's call him <laughs> and he he got these sort of sas cameras that sat in the flower beds and they were motion sensitive so right. when there was movement outside the house they popped up Bring! oh like yeah that, out of the flower beds to film who was going in and then when the movement stopped they went Bring! and went back into the flower bed <laughs> like in um, the Wizard of Oz when she first arrives in Oz and you see those cunts like j- peering up at her from behind the fucking bushes anyway this guy's got one of these things going on this is brilliant that's um, one of the, one of them. It's that you know that ring doorbell that they advertise where you, they've got a camera and you can if you're playing golf, you can mm. tell the bloke to leave your parcel in the bin because he's got a camera and it, oh, your doorbell can yeah. talk to you. It's one of them because they, 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 that, that pings your phone whenever your thing goes ding off. Dong. So. Ding dong, ding dong. Yeah, leave it in the fo- leave it under the fucking rice recycling, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing golf. Ding dong, D- badger. All right, where's your worms? <laughs> <laughs> you're tra- you're at work in the office. Oh, hello, <laughs> hello. Are you in? No, you got one of them fucking ringers that you can see me remotely. Um, I'm in. No, you don't no, fucking you lie. I can see you're in your fucking office. <laughs> anyway, is Mister Badger here? <laughs> I'm getting in your house whether you like it or not. This is just a courtesy ring. Let you know what I'm up to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he says he's got CCTV, which pings your phone, and there's movement. And one night I managed to catch him while I was in bed. My intent was to run downstairs to open the door and confront him. <laughs> Have a good chat with him. Hey, what's all this? Cunt. <laughs> However, seeing his bulk on my phone screen, I shat myself. And before I knew it, he was gone. I've attached a snap. Oh, he's a fucking lump. I've christened him Billy. He's right, I'm gonna. Lump. I'll open this picture and I'll um. Oh, it's great. It's a proper CCTV picture of a badger out front. I'm badger looking at actually... it. I'm about to look oh at it now. God. Don't worry, cunt. Oh, this is gonna go up on the Instagram. It's huge. Fuck me. I would shit myself. I'd it's, be like Anna. Have we got any rivetas? It's Anna, two period stones long. Anna, where are the Rivetas? There's a what what do you want Rivetas for at this time of night? There's a fucking big badger <laughs> size of a pit bull outside. I'm gonna go I'm not going out there without fucking Rivetas down my socks. 
Very good. Right. So far, so far. Uh, hello, mate. You all right? <laughs> Fuck off. That'd be the badger. Badger smoking a fag as well. I'd, I'd try to be all friendly with it. Hello, mate. You, you all right? Can I help you at all? Fuck off. I'll do dickhead. what I fucking want. Nah, yeah, I'm all right. You fucking all right. That's what you ought to be asking yourself. You won't all be you in a minute. Do, fucking go back to bed, mate. Before this kicks <laughs> off. What are you doing out on my porch? Hey, badger business. <laughs> uh, anyway, great email so far, Paul Billum. He goes on. My bullshit involves a friend of mine known as The Shim, Ooh. who, let's just say, likes to drop a fanny powder now and again. <laughs> oh, no. The Shim is well known for his wit, wisdom, and general misbehavior. He is, however, never someone who you would describe as a bit handy. Right, at a work Christmas party a number of years ago, he had been at the fanny powder repeatedly and was quite bullish. (laughs) (laughs) Bullish. (laughs) Oh, I'm feeling a bit bullish now. The party was one of those shared events with a number of other companies. Oh, no. I know. You know how Christmas parties are always awful ordeals, yeah? Yeah. I thought of a way of making it awful. Let's fucking triple (laughs) the number of cunts who are there by sharing it with a load of other fucking companies. Yeah. Anyway, it was sharing with a load of other companies and was frequented by a load of pretentious people who we bitched about most of the evening. Following one of his frequent visits to the bogs, the shim returned looking flustered with his clothes dishevelled and sheened in sweat. What's up, mate? I asked. Some bloke started on me in the bogs. <laughs> no fucking way, that's out of order. Are you okay? Okay, okay. I fucking chinned him. <laughs> At this point, my bullshit, um, my bullshit giga counter started clicking. Uh, what did he look like? Uh, trendy glasses, bit of a twat. This described about half of the people in the place. <laughs> my bullshit giga. What's giga? G e r g e r. It's what they, what they Ge- measure radioactivity with. Oh, okay. So, my bullshit giga counter clicks louder. A few of us took the shim and went looking for this guy. Come on, we'll fucking find him. <laughs> <laughs> and went and went looking for this guy to seek retribution, I or at least it su- turns out to be a badger. Yeah, <laughs> it was a badger, but he was a hipster badger. He was wearing round glasses and some dungarees. Right, uh, I went to get retribution, or at least some explanation. His description became more and more vague, and he was less and less bullish. Eventually, I decided to confront him. Did this actually happen at all, Shim? Cue a sheepish look and then nervous laughter before saying he'd made it all up to impress us. Oh, no. What? It's a gift that just keeps on giving. However, as every time uh, as a group of mates we get together, at some point in the evening we tell him to be careful and not to get into any imaginary fights when he goes for a piss. Keep up the good work. If you read these out, I'll buy one of those beach towels. Get Cheers, Paul. You better get buying, mate. That's the They're gift going that like keeps fucking on giving. Hotcakes. So um, how, how yeah. did he get in the kind of condition where it looked like he'd been in a fight then? He, he must have roughed up. himself up. Plus, if you're on the fanny powder, it can make you look eventually very sweaty and flustered. Yeah. I remember that on um, on the Adam and Joe show on Six Music years ago, they had something along these lines, one of these uh, Texans, and there was a guy who said that, uh, I'm pretty sure it was on Adam and Joe, he started... He started telling his mates at school that at weekends he went to football and he started to like say that he'd got in with the rough lads down at football and he was getting involved in aggro and it was just the bullshit became more and more sort of elaborate 
and he didn't think anyone was believing him, quite rightly, because it was all a lie. <laughs> and he kept coming back and saying that he'd been in this big, oh, yeah, you know, we fought Leeds at the weekend or whatever. And people were going, well, you're coming back a bit fucking unmarked from all of this. <laughs> so he said that one weekend, he's so desperate to stand up the lie, he, he bashed himself in the eye with a hammer to give himself a black eye. It's <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of carry on, isn't it? Right, that's all we've got time for for this one. It's been good, brilliant. Good, solid mailbag. Yeah. Come, as well done. And there's still loads more, so uh, keep, keep it coming. coming. We'll put a tweet out, I think, with all of the updated categories on and, and jog That's your a memory. good idea. Because I can't remember half of them. Yeah, but, um, including our new one, danger, most dangerous structure, most yeah. unsafe structure climbed <laughs> yeah. upon. And, of course, any Badger stories whatsoever are always yeah, good. Yeah, keep the Badger stories coming. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Cheers. Thank Bye-bye. you. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.